Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Working Title with Keyshawn Rains. This is your host. Today's episode is special because I'm releasing it on a different day. Usually episodes come out at the end of the week, but I wanted this episode to come out in a very timely fashion because the guest for today is actually one of the co-founders and co-hosts of this really amazing multicultural LGBTQ plus event called the Weekend Soiree. And this year, The event is happening in New Orleans, Louisiana, and it's coming up very, very soon. So by the time you're finished listening to this podcast, you'll definitely want to visit the weekend soiree, find them on Instagram, Google them, register, get your ticket, and do not miss out. Today's guest is the one and only Imani Grant. So sit back, take a couple of long, deep cleansing breaths, get comfortable and ready to listen to another conversation. How are you? How, I, it's just, I don't even know where to start. I'm just excited to talk to you. <laughs> I know, I know. You are, or do you live in New Orleans or where, where no, are you based I out of? I am okay. based in Atlanta, actually. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am based in Atlanta, initially okay. from New York. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And what brought you down to Atlanta? Uh, the weather. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) The weather. And I mean, I do have family here as well. So Mm -hmm. they played a a part in um, the location. I was considering a few, anything Mm -hmm. outside of New York because people just didn't look happy. So, and I don't like the cold weather. So those two together, I like the culture a bit. You know, at first I used to be a New York snob, I won't lie. And um, (laughs) which meant that I I didn't think that there was much culture here. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, you know, but we essentially get everything that New York gets just for not as long of a runtime. So Got we it. get Alvin, Alvin Ailey, we'll have it for a weekend or two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and whereas New York may have it for like a week or two. Right. So right. that's the main difference here in the length of time. And then a lot of my family lived in the suburbs. So once I found a little bit of a tribe in the city mm-hmm. then I was good to go so got it okay that's kind of where I am where are you located I am I'm actually in the DC area right now mm. um I came out here uh at the start like the top of this year um okay. but I'm originally from Long Beach California and that's where uh, my home base okay. is and um but my partner is in the Navy and so oh. she's been stationed out here for the last three years and this is her last year So I was like, hey, back and forth was kind of no fun. And I had, you know, some some time and space open up for me to be able to come out here and spend some time with her. So Mm -hmm. I definitely understand weather. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a factor and where you live because oh trust and believe <laughs> I got here in January and was like after like a day or two of snow oh, yeah. it's like okay that's enough <laughs> like I want to yeah. go back to the warm and so being from you know a beach city and then coming here has definitely been an adjustment yeah um and then also like you said culturally you know we are in like Virginia right outside of Arlington, which is like near the Pentagon. Yeah. And, um, you know, DC is just a, a, a hop and a skip away from us. But yep. even noticing like, you know, the cultural differences in the art scene, the LGBTQ mm. scene, the mm-hmm. black scene, the fitness and wellness scene, which is my, mm. you know, wheelhouse, um, much different than of course a place like, you know, LA County mm. and Long Beach where fitness and wellness is like one of our keystones of the culture in California. So, (laughs) you know, to be like anywhere else is of course going to be an adjustment, Mm -hmm. but um, I had no idea like what I was walking into, but just kind of stepped out, you know, on faith and was like, Hey, I know I'm going to connect with the right people. And I have, so I'm super grateful for that. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that I went ahead and took like the big leap of faith to just say, let's just see what I can do on the other side of the country. And you know, let the chips fall where they may. And I'm, I'm pretty pleased with what I've done while I'm here. And um, we're wrapping up the time here um, at the, the bottom of October, we'll be leaving and then heading Ooh. back to the West coast. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, 
but yeah, so I'm going to give you my little spiel that I give everybody before we dive in. Uh, This is a podcast that is very near and dear to my heart is definitely a passion project of mine. Um, I started this podcast in the front seat of my car (laughs) last year, just on um, just a vision that was kind of implanted in me that said, why not? You love talking to people. You love talking to yourself. So why not, you know? find a platform, another platform where I can reach people and kind of share the message of, you know, the pursuit of happiness through the pathway of wellness. And mm, mm. I decided to reach out uh, this season and invite some people that I have not had the pleasure of meeting, mm. but in some way, shape or form have been influenced by the work that they're doing. And you and your business partner happen to be some of those people. Oh, wow. And I found you. you guys through, um, you're welcome. I found you guys through, uh, Instagram, okay. of course, the good old gram <laughs> and, um, just kind of looking at, you know, LGBTQ stuff, yep. looking for, you know, folks, folks for queer people of color. Yep. And then I have a son who just recently started college mm. at Dillard university in new Orleans. Oh. And so when I saw, you know, the promos coming out for this year's weekend soiree, I was like, what <laughs> new Orleans. Yes. I think that's a good excuse to go and bug my kids for a couple of days. So really excited about that. And then, um, I just figured, Hey, I wanted to reach out. Cause I'm like, I want to know more about the, the people behind this brand, because as I was reading over the website and kind of seeing a little bit more about your, your journey and more about your mission, I'm like, yes, this is exactly what we need. So, um, so I'm going to ask you a couple of questions and I invite you to take up as much or as little space that you'd like. Uh, okay. This is a free space. It's open space. Um, express yourself however you choose. Okay. But I'm going to let you start by just giving the listeners a little bit of an intro, uh, telling us your name uh, and what you stand for. Oh, my name is, can you hear me okay? I can. Okay. Uh, my name is Imani Grant. I go by Grant in some circles. I go by Imani in some circles. I answer to both, so it works. Um, I stand for access and help. And so um, I describe access as the ability to get um, uh, close to certain resources, certain people to really influence um your experience while you're here right and so i think an example would be a lot of people talk about uh people not being able to um be you know get access to the best schools or Mm. get um get uh are culturally unaware or Mm. don't have the best language skills right and so you know Mm -hmm. before we started this 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 podcast we talked a little bit about where we're from. And so being from New York City, I had exposure to everything, all types of cultures. And I think that it set me up nicely in certain in certain parts of my life in ways that I would have never imagined, almost like some dog millionaire type style. Like, Mm. you know, I, I was in grad school and you know, I knew all the Jewish holidays. And so one of my Israeli friends is like, why do you know all the Jewish holidays? I was like, well, in New York, all this, all, we get all the Jewish holidays. Because most, of, also- right, mm-hmm. most of the teachers are Jewish, right? So it's really just about uh, understanding that access is not just monetary, but it's, um, mm-hmm. it's about culture and it's about what you get exposure to. Uh, right. And then the other part is what I stand for is... Um, it's health, right? And that's emotional, physical, spiritual, and understanding that it's not just about, you know, working out or just about eating right, but it's about what experiences you have, what people you know, how you treat yourself and how you treat others. And, um, and I just try to make sure that those remain consistent in my experience, right? Mm-hmm. Those are from, a, mm-hmm. I guess, more a deeper level. And outside mm-hmm. of that, I love business <laughs> and I love food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I too love business and food. Yes. yes. And, you know, women are awesome too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, They're dope as well. Women, food, business, travel, all those things kind of fall in the same category of like things that I enjoy. (laughs) So tell me what, if, what are you most passionate about in your life right now? Um, Wow. These are like some hard hitting questions. <laughs> Everybody says that. And, you know, and, they're, and they're brief. I love the brevity. It's like one, two punch. Um, I would say uh, what's 
taking up a big part of my experience right now is um, the weekend soiree. And I am passionate about that uh, because of what it stands for. Uh, And for us, it's not just, you know, having events for people of color, uh, Mm -hmm. for multicultural queer women and non-binary people. It's really about that exposure, exposure to people like yourself, giving yourself the freedom to uh, be yourself and be your whole self in no matter what. And it's, and as we think about us as a brand, it's cool to think about how we can bring dope people together. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, you know, the other day we did a podcast with one not a podcast, excuse me, a webinar Mm-hmm. with one of our therapy partners and the fact that now I know a therapist who's focused on I mean there are a lot of therapists who focus on queer people of color mm-hmm. but her specifically she does that and the ability to bring her to people who need it right I think mm-hmm. overall people of color tend not to go to counseling and therapy as much as I think we should and mm-hmm. so it's cool to just, you know, be able to do that. And that's really just one example. But I'm passionate mm-hmm. because I feel like it has a lot of legs. And people, you know, it's an idea that my business partner and I, ha- and I had a few years back. And to see now that people find out about us and they reach out to us, right, versus mm-hmm. when we first started. We're like, hey, so this is who we are. Come play <laughs> with us right now. It's mm-hmm. okay. You know, it's, it's, it's getting to be the reverse so uh that's really cool um and what else am I passionate about I think um boundaries personal boundaries and Mm -hmm. personal and and the thing just goes back to health right I think Mm -hmm. as you start to juggle more in your life it's more important to um to establish those boundaries and understand that boundaries are great and boundaries make everything that much better, right? Mm-hmm. If you think about driving, if you didn't have those lines on the street, then gra- goddamn, it might be some problem. Girl, pray <laughs> for everybody who right. is in a car because yes. somebody going to die. Boundaries yeah. are necessary. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. I feel you. No, mm-hmm. I, I completely agree. I like that you touched on what the weekend soiree is and kind of what it what it does um, mm-hmm, as far mm-hmm. as like creating connections and I think one of the things that stood out to me most when I first you know came across it and started doing a little research was that you know I've you know from Los Angeles area and mm-hmm. you know I've had my fair share of exposure to you know queer events you know prides parties retreats mm-hmm. you know workshops etc cetera, etc cetera, etc cetera. and I think the one thing that I noticed was that there were parties over here, mm-hmm. there were workshops over there, and yeah. then there was a wellness thing over there, yep. but there wasn't necessarily one particular experience that incorporated all these elements into one yeah. um, for those who were just looking for kind of like the one-stop shop. Like, can I just get it in in a weekend? Right. You know, can I just, can I, <laughs> can I do, can I party and get my soul right and yes. some cool people? And, like, can I do all that yeah. in one place? So, um, so that was one of the things that stood out to me. And then also like to touch on what you said, one of the things that you stand for is access. So creating resources and creating connections for people to have, you know, access and exposure to practitioners in the wellness industry or, yeah. you know, therapists or even for people who are artists, want to pursue art, want to connect with mm-hmm. those people, is that creating the spaces for us, particularly in the queer community, the non-binary community, the multicultural community, yep. we need for us bio spaces to yep. to blossom a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what led you to creating the weekend soiree experience? Where'd that come from? I think you hit on the nail. I feel like you need to be a marketer. It's just- <laughs> <laughs> She's like, did you say that again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's about having those three things in one place, right? Myself, my business partner, we would go to, you know, we we um, went to business school together, uh, Mary Fuller. And, um, you know, we kind of tried to stay in touch by traveling to different things together, right? I live in Atlanta at the time she was in Detroit and you know we would go to prides we would go to conferences we would go to workshops we would go to retreats and then one time we left one and we're like you know what we need to put something together that kind of has a little bit of it all um for people like us and people like Mm -hmm. us are just people who are just like doing their damn thing and whatever they're doing right we don't you know there's no discrimination it's like you're a badass you're trying to really get to whatever you're you're, the pinnacle of whatever you want to do right Mm -hmm. whether it's healing whether it's whatever it is um 
And so that's essentially how it was created. And it's been a crazy hell roller coaster ever since, um, but amazing, <laughs> amazing at the same time. And so, you know, we've gone to Pride's and it's party, 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 pool party, day party, night party, stripper party, every type of party you can think of. Mm-hmm. It's workshops and it's no parties. Mm-hmm. And then you have some of these retreats and they are completely like, you know, I, I love all types of workouts I do not spend a lot of time doing yoga I haven't done yoga in a long time mm-hmm. but I feel like we sometimes for me anyway I'm not speaking for TWS speaking for me okay <laughs> just to <laughs> clarify right, right right when you go to the retreats it's like for me it's like okay I get the zen but I need a little bit of spunk in my zen mm-hmm. because I'm you know I have a little bit of a dark humor but um so it was okay how do we bring those things together mm-hmm. in a way that's natural right and the other thing is Sometimes in your everyday life, you like to do things like wine tasting or dancing or painting or whatever. And so often you are the only queer couple, the only lesbian couple there. Right. And it's like, okay, this is cool, but you kind of feel like the anomaly. Mm -hmm. So it's nice if you can do some of that same stuff with people like you. Right. Mm -hmm. People who whatever, whatever characteristic you want to apply to you, that's who's there. So, um, that's kind of, you know, how it was born. Mm-hmm. And on the way home to our respective cities, we sat down, had dinner, and we kind of mapped out like 85% of our first year. And then uh, really just found the people that we wanted to reach out to. And everyone was so warm and embracing our first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and was like, yeah, you know, we'd love, to, we'd love to support. This sounds dope. We'd love to support. This sounds dope. And so I feel like for us, it's we were blessed in that the people that, we felt inclined to reach out to our first year were mm-hmm. really people who I think were on our same like magical wavelength. If I, if I can go there for a second, mm-hmm. because um, it was just, it was just, it created a dope experience, right? We had uh, about 120 people at our first wow. event in Denver, mm-hmm. no less. Right. And a lot of people were like, why Denver? <laughs> um, and you know, it turned out to be a great event. Um, and so this year, almost all of the folks who were there from year one in terms of notable guests and talent Mm -hmm. are there this year. And even more so some of the weekenders who were there last year are now facilitators and work in notable guests this year. So it's really like each one teach one and each Mm -hmm. week the teacher is a student and the student is a teacher. Um, So I'm really excited. And New Orleans is an awesome time, an awesome time anytime, Mm -hmm. but during Halloween, it's a special. It's type like of yeah, <laughs> Halloween is a national holiday in New Orleans. It's Man. like this. It's like bigger than Christmas in New Man. Orleans. It it's, is. It's, it's bigger than Christmas because no, New Orleans starts celebrating Halloween like at the beginning of October, and yeah. it doesn't basically end until the first of November. So, yeah, yeah. no, that's <clears throat> you touched on something that stood out to me, which is this idea that um when you put together something that, you know, is, you know, your, your vision, your brainchild, your baby, Mm -hmm, something mm -hmm. that you kind of brought up. And when you put it out to the world and you put it out to the public and it's kind of like you let it go and you Mm kind of hope that it reaches the people that it's meant to reach. Right. So when you have during your first year, a turnout of over a hundred people in a place like Denver, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Especially because, you know, something that has been coming up for me as I'm starting to plot out, you know, my plans for 2020 and workshops and tours and retreats and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's go to where I'm needed. And mm-hmm. because I'm from a big city, I know, like, you know, we touched on earlier, like culturally, there's there's no shortage of things to do in L.A. Yep. Everybody comes to L.A., everybody comes to New York. Those mm-hmm. are like two places that whatever tour, whatever art, whatever <laughs> yep. it is, it's going to come to LA. Right. But it's not necessarily going to go to Denver. Right. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily going to go to Detroit. Right. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily going to go to these places where there's still a need. There's still community there that's looking for yeah. experience like this. And so I love the idea that you guys have opened yourselves up to kind of make this a traveling experience because you go to different cities every year or tell a little bit more about about that yeah so we go to different um, cities every year and we have our vision is for it to be a cultural exchange where our weekenders and notable guests 
were able to experience this city, you know, differently, right? So a mix of the touristy attract tourist attractions and a mix of some local faves, if you will. And then mm-hmm. the reverse is where the local community, the host community, be- can see us and be and embrace us, right? And so uh, we do that in three ways. One, we make sure that we have notable guests from that host city. We don't bring in all notable guests from outside. We make sure that there are notable guests and facilitators from that host city. We make sure that our programming reflects the culture of that city. So mm-hmm. like this year, you know, New Orleans is known for what food, music, I'll call it alternative or spirituality, um, mm-hmm. and obviously booze, right? So mm-hmm. <laughs> so can't leave that out. <laughs> you can't leave that out if you've been to Bourbon Street. Um, right. right. Um, so this year we do have uh, Dr. Lakara Foster, who is a psychic medium, doing a group psychic reading, right, for mm-hmm. everyone. We have two cooking classes. You can't be down there and not experience the food. And so here's a chance for you to create some of your own food. Um, and then we have a bounce fitness class. New Orleans is known for bounce. Known for bounce. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I'm trying to get my bounce game up by then. But <laughs> and then the third thing we do is make sure that we use venues around the city. Okay. So we do, you know, because we want to make sure that we are supporting the economics, the, uh, yes. the economic community there. Right. And so we have our host hotel, but we also are at five other venues throughout the city. Right. And not mm. just not just near the French Quarter, but in Treme and in mm-hmm. um, near the Marigny. And so in, in CBD and all these different places. So we make we, we make sure that it's a full experience. Um, mm-hmm. So like for la- last year, uh, one of our um, workshops was uh, women in the cannabis industry. Right? Okay. And mm-hmm. it fit because it's Denver. And so people automatically think, think cannabis we're not going to have a smoke session no right right (laughs) right but we will give it you know it's due respect within the context of our of our conference and so of course what was cool about that is that you know we had conversations about how you can be in that industry without Mm -hmm. necessarily having the capital for a dispensary or even the fact that you don't even have to have a dispensary anything that needs to be done in any industry can be done in, you know, the cannabis uh, space. Right. 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 And then the other kind of impetus for our model as it stands Mm -hmm. is that a lot of women's spaces, especially, you know, queer women's spaces are disappearing. People of colors Mm -hmm. um, spaces are disappearing, right? Either we don't own all of the the land or it's being repurposed or they're being bought out, whatever the case may be. And so we want to make sure that there is continuously a space for our community, right? And granted, it's Mm -hmm. temporary, but we think that there is a butterfly effect of having these events, right? Um, Mm -hmm. And we saw it last year. After Mm -hmm. our event, a couple of our weekenders continued to have events with the community. They met people that they had never met previously, right? Which Mm -hmm. is interesting because, you know, Denver is, you know, 4% uh, Black, and so it's like, okay. It's you like, know. how do you guys not already know each other? <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> right. And yeah. some of it is that our communities don't always mix, right? So right. we are um, a multicultural, we are decidedly a multicultural organization mm-hmm. in that we want that kind of inter, that exchange of cultures, right? Mm-hmm. And so oftentimes in many, many cities, like Atlanta is no different. You'll have mm-hmm. um, some of the Latinx together, some of the Asians together, some of the Blacks together. You don't mm-hmm. mix as much, right? So right. it's important for us to make sure that, you know, this is a community for all and that we um, make sure that we have pro- programming for all. So uh, that's why the traveling element is there. And like I said, mm-hmm. we just kind of it's to be, you know, it's going to sound a little bit selfish, but we just wanted to make an event that we would go to. Yes. We, you know, we, you know, we, we are our biggest target. And the good thing is that we, myself and my business partner and now our team of seven people um, have, or have, do have a lot of similarities, but a lot of differences. Right. Mm-hmm. So I always knew where the lesbian event was, right. Whether yep. anywhere in the country I found it. Yep. M. Dot Mary, she didn't necessarily, she would find out from me, right? So we are two completely different types of people. And mm-hmm. even in our marketing now, it's like, okay, so how do we find the Marys 
And how do we find the grant? How do you find, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? yep. um, so, but it's been, it's been a journey. It's been fun. And the reception has been cool. And even like the nonprofit support has been cool. I think one of my um, biggest memories or um, sincerest memories last year mm-hmm. uh, was when someone communicated to us that they received an email mm-hmm. from a mom and the mom was saying that their daughter had come out as a result of seeing our picture. And she came out because we are diverse. We are Mm. black. We are mixed race. We Mm -hmm. are masculine. We're feminine. We are different socioeconomic groups. So it's like, it it would, we are the representation. So it was, she, you know, I guess she saw our picture and said to her Mm -hmm. mom, like, this is who I am. So I, that touched me because you never know what impact you're going to have. And, you know, people altruistically want to have a great impact, but you you know, you never know which way it's going to go. Of course. Of course. Well, I mean, yeah. Time for a break, time for a breather. One thing that we often forget to do as we move throughout our lives, throughout our day, is to breathe. So I invite you right now to allow three deep, intentional breaths to enter and exit your body. And by the time you're done, we will be ready to continue. Thank you so much for listening. Like it's, it's when you're stepping out into the world and you're standing in your purpose and you're doing things that, you know, really from a place of passion and really come from a place of intention and come from just a place of purpose that while you're completely unaware necessarily, like in the moment of who it's touching, you yeah. know that if that's the intention that you've put into it, that it's going to touch somebody. It's going to reach the right person. The right person mm-hmm. is going to feel it, hear it, and share it ultimately. So I think that when you describe what you guys have put together or what you've created as far as making certain that when you go into different cities, that you're really leaving a positive imprint on the city yep. so yep. that when the weekend soiree is over and everyone goes back to their quote unquote usual lives, Mm -hmm. they've been left with, you know, a vision Mm -hmm. that's a piece of your vision that says, Hey, maybe we can kind of continue this because sometimes people are just looking for the example. You know, sometimes they're just looking for like, Oh, okay. So there are other people out there like me who are kind of into the same things that I'm into and are looking Mm -hmm. for the same type of community that I'm looking for. And thank you for coming to Denver, you know, thank you for coming here to this place that maybe other people might, you know, might not necessarily go because it's not one of the biggest cities, quote unquote, in the country, but it doesn't mean that they need it any less, you know? And I think that Mm -hmm. you touched on something really important, which is that queer spaces, particularly queer spaces for people of color are starting to dwindle. Um, There's an organization that I was a part of for several years called Black Lesbians United and also mm-hmm. known as Blue. And they have an mm-hmm. annual, you know, retreat um, in California in the fall. And mm-hmm. when I first, you know, became a part of the organization, this was 15, 12 years ago. And the women um, who founded the organization, they're, they're aging, you know, it's, mm-hmm. they're, they're reaching mm-hmm. a different stage of their life where it's not necessarily like we want them to pass the torch because they still need to create that space as our elders yep. are still needing spaces there's also room for this other, you know, entity to kind of start to to develop because I I want to make certain that the next generation of people that are coming up behind us have an example, yep. have some type of vision, have some type of model to be able to follow. And I love the fact that you guys have taken the brave step of going to different locations because mm-hmm. You know, you never know. It's like, you know, your cities, you know, where Mm -hmm. your places are. But when you step into someplace new, you have no idea what you're going to walk into, how you're going to be received. So you mentioned in your first year, you had a big group and then you had a lot of return guests. Mm -hmm. What year are you guys in right now? This is our second year. This This is is your second year. (laughs) What? I love it. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That's amazing. That's just, I just, that, that excites me. That makes me very, very happy. And, um. 
as I talk to, you know, a lot of people and I think that, you know, a lot of people have really great ideas and they have even really bigger visions. Um, what would be some advice if you could give to someone who might be listening, who's thinking about putting together a program and they're uncertain on what to do when they hit those setbacks, what to do when things don't go quite as, as they planned, what would you tell them? Uh, the first thing would be breathe. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the second thing would be to kind of assess how you got to the setback and mm-hmm. see who or what can help you get around it, right? People are critical in the building space, right? So they can either help it crumble mm-hmm. or help it soar. And so when you get to a setback, um, is there a person that you can reach out to either on your team or externally to help you sort out how to get through it um, and, and the best way to overcome it. Right. Mm. Uh, and then and you, you probably need a squad mm. right around you because people mm-hmm. serve different purposes. There is, you know, there's the tactical component, which is actually getting over the setback, like mm-hmm. getting, getting around it so that you can move forward with whatever program or initiative you're trying to create. But there's an emotional piece that a lot of people don't really talk about that mm-hmm. is associated with entrepreneurship and building. And it takes it can take a toll if you don't have the right person or people around you to be like, hey, let me just, you know, to be your sounding board, to be like, you know, you don't suck just because what just happened sucked, right? right. Um, so that's one piece. And then um, the other side is what do you need for it, mm-hmm. right? And being very explicit in that for yourself mm-hmm. and then being able to communicate what that need is, right? Because people want to help you, but they can't help you if you can't tell them what you need, mm-hmm. right? I feel like, uh, you know, the devil is in the details mm-hmm. or the dynamism is, is in the details is probably mm-hmm. a, a better a better term, or you mm-hmm. know, if I was going to go with it, the diamonds are in the details. I like that mm-hmm. one the best. Uh, and mm-hmm. I like that because, you know, if someone comes to me, for example, and says, hey, you know, I have this, you know, I have a few challenges in my business. Can, can you help? Mm-hmm. On this face, I don't know if I can help you, mm-hmm. right? But if mm-hmm. you tell me specifically, well, you know, my customers are not returning and, you know, the product sales are down or something very specific, then mm-hmm. I have something that I know if I can help you or not, or if I know that I have a friend who can help you or not. But I want to help, but yep. you want to make it easy for people to help you. Yes. So, like I said, determine who or what you need to get over that setback mm-hmm. and then be very specific about um those needs so that you can communicate it and articulate it and be confident in what you're doing. A lot of people are going to say, Oh, it's been done before. Oh, oh, mm. that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's some, something to be my, not to watch out for, but mm-hmm. if you're doing something that sounds cool, everyone's like, Oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Sometimes you just kind of want to ride on that. Like, that's a great idea. Momentum. Mm-hmm. But you, again, you have to diamond is in the details. You definitely need yeah. to kind of take that in, let that help you ride your horse a little bit, but you definitely need to be in the details and figure out what works for your vision right. and, mm-hmm. and, and stay true to your vision. Even Absolutely. if it's um, contrary to what other people see. And if you need to change your vision, that's cool. But mm-hmm. it needs to be on your accord versus not anyone right. else's. Right. And know that when you're making changes to your vision, that maybe you're just changing the lens that yep. you're using to look at the same goal or the same destination or yep. the same vision. Yep. But you're not necessarily altering the vision to suit the needs or expectations of other people. Exactly. Because whatever it is that is in you can only be expressed through you, you yeah, know, and yeah. whoever else that you attract, you know, as far as building your squad or your tribe or your team, yep. that knowing that if you share something with, you know, your, your, your circle of influence and they're like, yeah, that's a great idea, then move on it. Yep. You know, like that was something one of my best coaches told me. She's like, when you have an idea, move on it. Even if it's just moving it from a thought to writing it down yep. and then maybe writing it down to picking up the phone and calling somebody in your circle and saying, Hey, what do you think about this? And then yep. maybe taking that a step further, because I think that one of the reasons that we're seeing, you know, a lot of queer spaces that are starting to disappear is also because there's a lot of new ideas that are just waiting for someone to pick them up and 
mm-hmm. take some action. Yeah. You know, pick them up and, and make a move on it because yeah. I think that there's space. Like I just did a, an Instagram live about this today talking about how um, it's important to identify who like your pace partners are. Like when mm. you're running this, this marathon, you know, mm. of your life that you identify who your pace partners are, who are the people that are going to be like, girl, get up. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Here's some water. Keep it pushing because they because you've shared your vision with them and they're mm-hmm. able to kind of see that you're moving towards your finish line. Maybe they're moving towards a completely different finish line, but you guys are helping to keep each other on pace because yep. it's easy to like have a vision and not move on it. And you look up and you're like, oh, shit, that's been sitting over there for like five years. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. or you see something else. You're like, man, I was going to do something like that. And I never... You know, it's like right. you got you to gotta take some action. You got to make sure you have people around you to support you. So yeah. I'm going to shift gears with you a little mm-hmm. bit. And um, I want to give my listeners a chance to learn a little bit more about you. So <laughs> this is the section I like to call complete the sentence. Uh, I like to keep it very simple and fun. Okay. So um, I'm going to give you a sentence and you complete it. Take up as much or as little space as you like. So the okay. first one is I am happiest when. Uh, I'll answer it two ways. Okay. I am happiest when I complete my to-do lists. I feel like I am ready to take over the world. I'm ready to dance. I'm ready for a cocktail. Um, so that's one. And then the other time I'm really happy um, is when I'm reading, I will say. Mm. You know, I, I said it because I, I almost surprised myself with that response. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I definitely like learning new things um, and experiencing new things. And so uh, reading is like a time that I can, you know, kind of focus on whatever the thing I'm focusing on. So I tend to like two types of books, right? So they're either um, like business related books or lesbian fiction right those are the only two (laughs) and the lesbian fiction is is fun uh, Mm -hmm. because you get a chance to just kind of experience different lives but Mm -hmm. you know what's funny is um if you get too wrapped up on it in it you know I find myself like getting mad at certain people I I remember you know I'm from the I'm from the north Mm -hmm. and um you know and I went to school up north as well Mm -hmm. and so you know, I, I live in Atlanta now. I've, you know, I've dated people from the South. You know, that's where I am. And so I was mm-hmm. reading this book about, like, these Southern lesbians. And they had gone to, like, an HBCU. And one of them was, like, so trifling and, like, going back and forth. <laughs> and, like, dating the same ex, like, off and off or forever. So I was sitting there and I, was, I got so mad at the person I was seeing. I was like, really? This is what you do? <laughs> this is what y'all do? Right. This is what y'all do down here? <laughs> this is what I need to be prepared for? Right. Thanks. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I was like, you need to put that, you need to put the book down for a little bit. It's like, it's time for you to stop reading. Pick up one of those business books. Right, right. <laughs> put down. Um, but, you know, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, I wish that there was a lot more variety in some of the books mm-hmm. because I think that some Sometimes people get formulaic in it, but overall, I still enjoy it, and I still love um, the the pure passion and experiences within it. Uh, and you know, when I was younger, I loved them mostly because that was you know not my ex- the, I didn't have that experience around me, right? I didn't mm-hmm. have a, you know a ton of lesbians um, in my close circle, right. right? And so it's like, okay, this is what it's like. Or you know, when I was trying to figure out how out to be. Right. Mm. Um, it's like you kind of I kind of admired the people who were super out because mm-hmm. I was like in a, a what I call a, a glass closet for a while. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, people who knew knew, but yep. not, it wasn't people who like, didn't know didn't know. Right. It's yeah. not like now you Google it and you probably figure out that I am, right? Right. <laughs> right. Right. It's that's real. You know, that's real. So. I told my friends I was like, I feel like I wanna write like a how to be a lesbian book for you know what I mean for like yep. uh you know uh young young adults or whatever because I remember you know that same feeling like trying to like find yourself you mm-hmm. know and other people or to find your example and mm-hmm. and seeing like the full spectrum of like okay so there's there's this kind of lesbian there's yep. this kind of lesbian it's kind of like you know salad dressing there's something yep. for everybody there's not like one way you know right. so that's kind of a trip, but yeah, you're not alone in that. Um, I remember reading West books Coast like answer. by. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have the most diverse. 
salad dressings. We do. <laughs> we definitely do have a, an array of salad dressings to choose from. You're absolutely right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, okay. So my next one for you is I want my legacy to look like. Um, I want my legacy to look like, um, uh, exponential impact. Mm -hmm. Um, so I want, you know, anyone I touch to be able to touch others but to also recognize that I was ideally and um, not in a narcissistic way, mm-hmm. understand that I was part of, you know, however they, um, they got to that place or that thought mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. whatever that is. Right. And so I, I find that um, almost all the things that I decide to do kind of offer that type of uh secondary and tertiary impact right Mm -hmm. whether it's I used to host um these quarterly queer women's pop-up dinners and Mm -hmm. you know people met who had never met each other previously there right so they kind of Mm -hmm. always had that they met at this thing that I created Mm -hmm. right and then they go on and create new things right and so and I think that's the same with even the weekend soiree and it's Mm -hmm. the same um and even some of uh, the business work that I do. So I support, mm-hmm. I essentially am uh, a coach for MBA students and I am also um, kind of independent consultant uh, in the business operations space. So I work with mm-hmm. founders, I work mm-hmm. with um, people who are changing their hobbies, converting their hobbies to businesses and then I work with established businesses. And so I think that even in that type of work, there is the idea that, okay, I worked with grant and you know this is where I was before in this Mm -hmm. and now here is where I am here's where here I'm able to get unstuck or over that hurdle right that we Mm -hmm. just talked about because I worked with her in this way so I think um, I want my legacy to definitely be exponential impact Mm. I love that that's so important and like you said it's not about you know, I just want to be known. It's right. more about, I want to genuinely be like an activator of change yep. for other people an activator, yep. you know, of, of real influence for people. I, I love that. The next one I have for you is if I could teach the world a lesson, it would be. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, I would say, man, that's a tough one. <laughs> Everybody says that. <laughs> that is a really <laughs> tough one. Um, I would say perspective, to have perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do think that there's so much misunderstanding amongst people. There are so, um, so many people just refuse to take the lens of someone else mm-hmm. um, um, refuse to put their own biases aside and say, okay, this is, let me, let me really try to understand what you're saying mm-hmm. and what you're saying does not impact my own worth just because you have a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people are un- unable and unwilling to do that. Right. I mean, that's, you know, the, the basis for a lot of wars um, and a lot of disputes and a lot of, you know, divorce, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I wish that I would try to teach them how to, to do that more, because I do think that that is um, for the most part, one of my gifts mm-hmm. is the ability to, the the ability and willingness to understand someone else's perspective, even if it's Mm -hmm. completely different than mine. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I get it. I still disagree, Mm -hmm. but I get it. You know, Mm -hmm. and I I think that's important. You're, you're allowed to have your opinion, but try at least. Absolutely. It's, it's like, I, I see. Yeah, exactly. It's just because you can see someone's perspective doesn't mean that you agree with them. It's just, I see, got it. I'm still over here. 
yeah, but I exactly. see you, you know, I, I at least acknowledge you essentially, mm-hmm. even if I don't necessarily agree with and accept everything you say, I'm at least acknowledging that you have something to say. Right. And, and knowing that there's that you have the right and the privilege to be heard just as much as I do. So right. yeah, I totally, I totally agree. And sometimes you only need acknowledgement. I mean, like sometimes I, that's it. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, I don't think that's an official love language, but no. I definitely need to be acknowledged. Like, yeah. Did you hear what I said? Did, did you, you hear what, you I, did said? Hear what I said? Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Don't just continue the conversation. <laughs> exactly. Don't act like you didn't hear me. Right. Me. Yeah. Exactly. Out the window. <laughs> oh man okay so um today i showed myself love by um hmm let's see (laughs) um i'll say doing my makeup and jumping jacks nice (laughs) Okay, makeup before jumping jacks, or was it? Not that it matters, but it, you know, it, it, it depends. I prefer to do my jumping jacks as soon as I wake up. Okay, but it doesn't always happen, so I'll have to do it like after I get out the shower, after I put like a bra on, and got it. Okay, go for it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, so I the mean, last. Yeah. yeah no, I, don't, I, don't, like, I, don't, I don't like bust out like ten thousand. Boom! Jacks. I was gonna say now. How many jump jacks are we talking about? <laughs> like, it's, it, you know, it depends. It depends. It varies. Um, in the morning from like twenty five to one hundred. Uh, mm-hmm. ideally, you know, I love. I'd love to get. I used to do a thousand, but I haven't done that in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I think it kind of jump starts the energy of the day mm-hmm. and gets me focused. And, you know, I try, I do that. And I also, in general, I try not to talk on the phone before 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Except if it's somebody that I'm smitten with. But yeah, uh, out of that, you know. <laughs> right. Special smitten privileges. <laughs> I understand. Trust me. I understand. <laughs> like, when I, you know, long distance relationship with a partner on the East Coast and I'm in oh, California and she wants to call yes. me at 5 a.m. And I'm like, ooh, girl, you're lovely. You're lucky. You're lucky. Yeah, yeah. You're lucky. I love you. <laughs> yes. I'm tired. But it's yeah. Bad. No, I love that. Jumping Jack, that's a good idea. I actually like that because it yeah. is, I mean, it's, you know, of course, like creating all kind of movement and energy inside mm-hmm. the body, blood flow, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. that's a good one. So my last one for you is, um, is there a word or phrase? That when you hear it and when you say it makes you feel powerful. Um, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are probably two. Okay. Two, uh, one phrase, uh, one um, word. I think one is amazing. So when I say I'm amazing, mm-hmm. um, then I definitely feel powerful. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, can I curse? I might you can't, girl. It's all good. Remember. Yep, sure can. <laughs> free space, um, free speech. I feel like the when I when I say I give no fucks, mm-hmm. and like it just gives me all types of power. Like, None, zero. <laughs> We are all out. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. No, right. No, right, right. (laughs) And I don't even know where it came from when I first started seeing it. I was like, what? Why is that a thing? But, you know, after using it a few times, I think, you know, it, it, you know, taking the more academic response mm-hmm. I feel like it goes back to that boundary thing it does. like you know mm-hmm. I am happy when I don't have to be tied to your shit like that's yes. not my shit yes. you know I'm happy to know that yeah you may think I'm a piece of shit but I already know I'm not a piece of shit so you can think what you want right over there <laughs> but, and right. take several seats while you, know, you think about it <laughs> right <know>? so <laughs> I think uh, I definitely love that and I feel like mm. um you know whenever I'm in a conversation and I use it I definitely feel very empowered in whatever opinion I'm trying to share about a topic Mm -hmm. I feel you I'm with you on that one Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well the way that I like to close out each episode of this podcast is um by sharing a little bit of magic um I'm using this oracle deck called oracle of e and um it's called the oracle of e e for everything and it's a very simplified non-denominational deck of 52 cards so you just get to select a number between one and 52 um 17 
17. I love when people pick a number that I haven't gotten to yet. <laughs> so See, I add value everywhere. You baby. add value everywhere. You better <laughs> add value, <laughs> damn it. So, so the message on card number 17 is baggage be gone. Ooh. Come on now. Aren't you tired of being stooped over from all that emotional baggage that you've been carrying? The thing is, all that happened yesterday. This is now. And with one flick of your powerful, energetic finger, you can send that old has-been baggage overboard. It is time to fly high and fly free. Let it all go. I like that. I have to take my notes. I always have my pen and paper with me. Oh yeah, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a picture of it so you can awesome. have it for later. <laughs> yeah, for later. Yay! This was so awesome. It was so fun, and I'm so glad you ended it this way. Like I recently, and that you're using the Oracle deck. Um, I recently had a tower reading, and uh, the way she does it, she'll actually be um in New Orleans uh, doing uh, in our healing village but um is that kind of she uses the decks that spirits kind of tell her to to use and so we actually didn't start with that deck and then we ended up on the oracle deck so I just I feel like the energy is consistent so it was exciting to hear that you were using it oh yeah yeah, very cool well yeah I'm I'm grateful and excited and just thank you so much for saying yes to being a part of this one of my you know definitely passion projects something that started off as just a vision and an idea and I decided to take action on it so thank you for accepting the invitation and for sharing a little bit of your vision with the listeners Um, I am sending people links to your website literally ASAP is going out to my queer folks on my on my mailing list and um, if my schedule aligns I will definitely be there in New Orleans for that weekend. So I'm just like, I can't not go. It just don't seem like any reason for me not to be there. I mean, you'll be wrapping up in DC. So you might as well roll. Might as well go ahead and pass on through and then, you know, make my way to LA. So thank you so much. Thank you so, so, so much. I appreciate you. you so much. Thank you for having me, for finding us, for, you know, for the flexibility. Definitely love it. So I have one thing though. Okay. So since you have your Oracle deck, you should let me pick a number for you and let's okay. see what it says. Let's do it. Okay. So I'm going to say. shuffling them? I am. I am. Let me think. Okay. I'm going to go with 28. So let me pull this bad boy. All right. <clears throat> okay. So mine says smooth and easy. Mm. I, I like that. You are on easy street, my friend. The Red Sea has parted, and you are now free to roam the planet. Oh, wow. All obstacles have disappeared. Doors and windows are flying open. There is not one thing that can stop you. Nice. I'll take that. Receive, 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 receive. Yes. Yes. I love love that. No one's ever done that. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. All right, love. Well, enjoy the rest of your evening. And, um, you know, get some rest and settle in and um, I'll be in touch with you soon. Sounds good. Talk to you then. Okay. All right. Peace. All right. Thanks. Bye. You have a choice of hundreds of podcasts and I appreciate you for choosing this one. Please take a moment to subscribe, share, and review this podcast. If you like what you've heard, check out my first book, Because I Said So, Simple Ways to Rewrite Your Story available on Amazon. Stay connected on social media. Find me at Keyshawn Rains. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to something different and experience something new. Peace and blessings. Namaste.